0: Welcome to the Empowering Choices Podcast. My name is Joshua. And today, Eric and Lucas, who are licensed professional counselors, will be talking about focusing on your relationship with your spouse or partner. So Eric, today we decided that we were going to talk about adult time.
1: Really? That's what you're <laughs> leading with? Yep. Yeah. That's my intro. Yeah. No, that's not <laughs> at all what You we explicitly said. were like, no, that is not that, the title of this episode. That is not episode. the title. And, and you just let out with that as the title.
0: N- no. No, no, that was not the title. Those were just the first words that I said in the episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you're, you're opposed to that title.
1: Well, it doesn't encompass everything that we're really trying to talk about.
0: Well, yeah, but nothing is going to. You can't put an entire dictionary into a title.
1: Well, but... You got to
0: make compromises somewhere.
1: Not here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, no. <laughs> Eric doesn't make compromises, yes. No, I, I, I compromise, but I also hold ground. And what we're trying to talk about is how do you have a good flow of time, mm-hmm. communication, and interactions between you and your significant other? Sure. Well, I mean, let's just call out the elephant in the room. I think the thing that the phrase that I was
0: coming up with originally, adult time, implies sex.
1: Exactly, right. which is why I'm like, yeah, we're not going to use that as the title because <laughs> that's one <laughs> slice of an entire pie. And if you don't have that entire pie going, that one slice isn't going to help you very much.
0: I got lost on the pie metaphor. Then. Right, hang hang I know, I kind of um, figured. Well, I mean, and I think it's good to call out that part of the discussion.
1: Well, I was going to, believe me.
0: Well, there you go you're welcome <laughs> no you're welcome um, i don't think so <laughs> but um yeah so sex is a part of this discussion but you're saying there's more pie to the discussion
1: yeah how do yeah. you spend time with each other yeah. as parents yeah absolutely and i've when had this discussion
0: have- with with couples before, right, and it's like okay, because either they mention it or I'll mention something about like time with your spouse, and I'll clarify: Are we talking about sex or not, or are we talking about sex and, right? And and our discussion here is the and part of the equation. Thank mm-hmm. you, Andy. Um, yeah. So there we go. You're welcome. Just 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 encompass the entire topic, real real nice and briefly, right up front. Didn't didn't bury the lead at all.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just not buying it. Yeah, not a bit. <laughs> okay, so you've got one, two, 12 kits. Good gravy. I hope you don't have 12.
0: If you do, please leave, please leave us a comment below and let us know how time with your partner or spouse is going.
1: Uh, I believe Matthew Stafford has seven. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's a quarterback for the Los Angeles. That's Rams. yep. Nope. Yeah. Way you, outside you know, of my and, and and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's five. But sure. The thing is, the... however many kids you have, I just went one to twelve mm. because that is going to grab most people.
0: Um, parents, anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and so um in today's you know different types of families. You mm-hmm. can have uh, close to that 12 at different times.
0: Right, the the, the Brady Bunch version of how many mm-hmm. kids you have.
1: Mm-hmm. How do you spend time with each other? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and there's a variety of different answers to that. But the thing is, the main tool you have to use is intentionality.
0: I think that's a key function for so very many things.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Uh,
0: I had a pediatrician who I heard uh, as his recommendation. And again, like with so many very those weren't the right syllables with so very m- many of these topics, we're trying to talk about tools and ideas so that you can brainstorm and mm-hmm. not necessarily like do the thing that people on the podcast says. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause how many times have you had clients come back and be like, I didn't do, I did, I did or didn't do what you told me to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 I didn't tell you to, I suggested an idea for you to think about.
1: They're springboards.
0: But uh I heard a pediatrician give the suggestion of for the amount of kids that you have, so per kid as a couple, you should take one weekend a year away as a couple. And that's it. Um, one I don't weekend. think I don't think that his idea there was that was That's it. But as far as like leaving the house, leaving the kids behind, exiting the city, Mm -hmm. going and taking, getting like a hotel Mm -hmm. somewhere else as like maybe a big
1: thing. So Um, I thought it was an interesting rubric. Well, here's my, my qualm. Americans always have to have some systematic way of doing everything.
0: Okay. You're, You're opposed to a systematic way of doing this?
1: When it becomes the standard... Because then you're going to you're going to look to the system and the standard equals this is how we get what we want and every family is going to be different every situation is going to be different you're going to have kids that are different you're going to have different things that are different you and you and your spouse are different maybe one weekend a year because you have one kid mm. works for some mm. but not for others maybe by the time they get to that one weekend. They are, have so pulled out all of their hair that they can't even find the place that they want to go spend the weekend with and, and then end up fighting the whole time they're there or sleeping the whole time they're there.
0: Yeah, sure, right. You yeah. know,
1: so. Yeah, when your vacation is a butt giant right. nap, right? And, and so it's, it, and that's what I mean is we, I have parents who will say, Look, I have three toddlers. We don't have any time together. How are we supposed to have time? Mm-hmm. My first. Next question is, when do they go to bed?
0: Yep. Okay, sure. This is a good tool for the toolbox. Exactly. I would argue that the weekend vacation is a different tool.
1: This is a daily tool. Okay, now let's put them in the tools that might be in the toolbox. Do you use a an Allen wrench very often? It depends. Sometimes more often than the Sometimes other tools in my toolbox. More, but you know, like a socket, you don't use every socket all the time. Mm-mm. You use different sockets. So the weekend getaway is a socket. It's a rare, mm-hmm. it's a rare thing. It's so seventeen, yes, sixteen socket. You've got to have the other pieces in there, and, and so I'll say, "What time do your kids go to bed?" And they're like, "Well, nah, they go to bed between you know, like six and ten, right?" Six and ten. They don't do that. Okay. How about how about a a more? Because how old are they? Well, they're four, five, and seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why so late? And do you know that the research actually shows? Kids in grade school need eight to twelve hours of sleep, depending on the child, and closer to the ten to twelve. Right. Yeah, it's so a pretty big number. Can we pull the bedtime back down? Um, because even if your kids don't need that much sleep, you need time with your partner. Right. Well, and there's like or an, by yourself.
0: So, like the thing that you're saying is like take control of the schedule, so that it gives you time from kind of like the kid perspective, the consistency is good too. Yes. Because you said in the initial example, it was just like, oh, I man, you know, like whenever. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's probably good for kids. It's not super germane to our particular topic, but picking a consistent time is, I think, good for everybody. Well,
1: kids are emotionally based thinkers. Mm-hmm. They're going to take as much as they can get all the time. No joke. <laughs> and, and that's a part of their thinking, but they don't know that as much as they can get all the time is not good for them or you.
0: Right, well, moderation and everything, right? Including moderation.
1: Well, you have to have the the understanding of why. Well, if yep. they get everything they need from you all the time, you're drained. Sure, So you that, don't yeah. have things to give back to them, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, you have to know the secrets to what helps you be able to replenish your batteries. Because if you don't replenish yourself, You can't be there for them. You just added to the chaos. Um, I have a client who was telling me that with the two girls that she has, it was really kind of getting to her one evening and the, the kids were doing fine. They were at the table waiting and wanting to play a game. Mommy was not doing fine, mm-hmm. and and needed to to step away, mm-hmm. and eventually said, "That's it, I'm going to take a bath." Mm. And in the bath, she she started off with all of her emotions, and she ended up coming up with the idea they needed to be able to play this game because there were some missing pieces in the box. Oh, there was a problem. To there be was solved. a problem to be solved, and when I asked. Um, we'll call her Sally. When I asked Sally what helped, she didn't ever land on taking a bath and having time to myself. And when I pointed that out, she went, Oh my gosh, that is what helped.
0: Oh, you you observed her story mm-hmm. and you said what helped, but and you're like, I think it was the bath and the time away. But it didn't it didn't connect it with didn't her. It didn't
1: connect with her at that time. But Mm -hmm. we have to have those times where there are things like baths or showers or books or hobbies or interests or walks or these types of things that help to replenish us. Now, we started this podcast talking about the two of you together. You need time like that together as well.
0: Right. I think there's two things there. There's definitely two things was I was, I was musing in my head for a possible alternate title and like, Recharging the adults mm-hmm. sounds pretty good.
1: That's actually a really good time. And then
0: for it. it's like, and then it's like part one, time with your partner, mm-hmm. and then it's like part two, time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Insert all the sex jokes oh. that you want in both of those subtitles.
1: Wow, you had to go there. I did. You I did just had I to did. go there. Yeah, half uh-huh.
0: our audience did anyway. I mean, uh-huh. I was just I was just keeping up with the rest of them. Yeah,
1: I don't think so. But <laughs> um, anyhow, in the comments below, please go. tell me who's right. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> So the thing is, if you put the bedtime to where, you know, say it's between seven and eight o'clock for the three kids that I just gave the example, the four, the five and the seven year old.
0: And I think that's statistically kind of where you want Uh to be around eight.
1: Well, we're, we're not talking about, you know, uh, a statistic because now we're getting back into being an American.
0: Well, it's, it's both of those things. So like for me, if I have a ballpark idea, that's uh-huh. helpful. And then I need to adjust that based on what works for me.
1: And that's the part that a lot of us get get stuck away from. The adjusting? The adjusting. Yeah. And so that's the part that you have to have in there. That's why I don't like to use certain standards because people just adhere to the standard mm-hmm. and they don't have the part that they, they can be flexible with mm-hmm. those standards mm-hmm. as to the needs of the moment, the home, the house, mm-hmm. the holiday, whatever it is. Um, and so let's say bedtime was now 8 o'clock. Now, and let's say that the adults go to bed at 11 o'clock, you now have three hours that you can talk with your spouse, play a game with your spouse, you can do something either individually or with your spouse. You you have time now that can be molded and folded to where you can begin to recharge and release your stress from the day and recharge yourself before you go to bed. Mm-hmm.
0: So, get out of the house away from the kids sometimes. Sometimes. Put the kids to bed at a Mm, what's one for consistent time because it's good for them and mm-hmm. good for you and gives you time and gives them sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: Do you know what a lot of moms who have newborn babies do when the baby naps?
0: Well, the uh, well, I'm going to go to the generality that you don't like, uh-huh. which is the you nap when the baby naps. I've heard that one before.
1: Well, and it's it's not that it's it's a standard. It's just an actuality of a lot of moms have been like, okay, now I can rest too. Hmm? And so whatever that looks like in there, Um, because there are going to be some moms that went, oh, my gosh, that's when I went and did everything that needed to be done. Mm -hmm. The the point is you have you have a moment break there that's placed into the natural way that the baby is being taken care of. And then that gives you an opportunity. You're not going to go grocery shopping and leave the baby there by itself. Hmm. But you might go into a different room and clean, or you might go into a different room and read a book, or you might go into a different room and sleep, Right? you know, or you might sleep in the same room, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it gives you that moment to be able to also recharge yourself.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the fundamental thing that this topic requires is you need to figure out a way to separate yourself from your children. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so I mean, there's that's yeah, and you still need so, and we're talking about the balance of how do you still have things in life that you enjoy and that help you, right? And how do you insert them into your schedule? Yep, around how you're taking care of your kids. If mm-hmm. your kids have everything, you're gonna burn out. You're gonna you're gonna be more irritable. Mm-hmm. You're going to have more emotional explosions you're going to um you're going to withdraw more Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of parents who will just sit on their phones or their tablets or their computers or in front of the tv because they're so drained
0: and it feels like a halfway point of I'm still here with my kids and I'm available if they need me, but I can't do anything else. So I'm just going to sit here and look at this screen. Mm -hmm. And it's neither thing. It's not engaging with your children. And I would argue that it's probably not a good intentional recharge time for you. It's this halfway mush mess
1: that's not doing anybody any good. It's where we get a lot of parents that will say, my kids will just sit there and go, mommy, 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 daddy, 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 daddy. And I'm like, well, how do you handle that? Well, I'm trying to just do whatever I'm doing on my phone, and Mm. I answer some things, but they won't stop. Right. And generally, that means that they're looking for your attention. I think
0: so. That would be a reasonable conclusion.
1: And they're going to get it.
0: Uh, uh Uh-huh. Yeah, because otherwise, they're going to go tip over the glass vase in the corner.
1: Or that may happen in the tantrum. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Or there's no glass vase tipped over, but they're still going to have a tantrum. Sure. Sure. Or they're gonna pick at their brother or their sister, or mm-hmm. so the chaos is going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Let's say you come home from work at five and you know you you create a schedule. So between five and six is dinner preparation and dinner after you know, dinner, so from 6 to um, 6.30 or 6 to 7, you're spending time intentionally with your kids, mm-hmm. either one or as a group. If there's, you know, two of you there, then however you break that up, um, there are some uh, parents that I've had that think everything should be done together. Where I really believe in family time, I also really believe in a balance of individual time with each kid and with each parent
0: well that's the thing that we were talking about if we're going to talk about recharging the adults the adults together and then the adults individually by
1: themselves well mm-hmm. exactly but spending that individual time with each of your kids as well yeah that too yeah that's yeah, kind of like that's yeah, kind a separate. Of, that's umbrella, what i mean sure. yeah exactly yeah. All, all all of those things so you have to kind of look at those things um because if everybody's in the room and you're just there <laughs> That that doesn't mean that you're actually, you know, feeding the needs of the children, which means bedtime's gonna be a lot harder.
0: So yeah. So in the scenario you're talking about, if you have a point in time, and I'll use my family as an example, in an ideal scenario, it I, I think that it would be good for our schedule is if after dinner I hang out with the kids and my wife goes and does something else, Could which be. is usually like cleaning up the house or something. Right. Um yeah, and so that's kind of like a way to, yep. to, to do the thing that you were suggesting,
1: but it's intentional too. Yeah. When we had um, more kids in our house, um, mm-hmm. I would do different types of individual with each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, one young man, um, he had an Xbox in his room and it was really hard to be able to find you know, what he really liked to engage in because um, he hadn't had a lot of experience with that. And so one day I just was in his room and I just said, Hey, what about the Xbox? Do you play that much? And he's like, well, I got it for Christmas. Um, And (laughs) not not really. And And, not really. Okay. And so I'm looking through his games and I noticed that he has football. Okay. And I'm like, what about this one? Have you played this one? (laughs) And and he goes, no, I don't play that. Let's play. And, And so I'm, I'm kind of, kind of pushing and prodding a little bit. Hey, let's play. Let's try this. Let's do this. What, what I found that worked really well with him is that they were in their rooms from eight to nine and there was lights out at nine o'clock. And so I would go to his room every evening from eight to nine and we would play football
0: Mm -hmm. on the Xbox
1: on the Xbox. Now in the first three months, uh, it was some real work to do everything I possibly could to run the wrong way. Miss the ball, mm-hmm. fumble the ball, not miss the tackle, mm-hmm. you know, anything that would help keep him in the game while mm-hmm. he's building his hand eye coordination for this game. Mm-hmm. And so that's my challenge at that time. Once he got that down, now the game was fun. Mm -hmm. Now he's giving me a run for my money and other kids are like coming to the room going, we want to (laughs) watch, you know, but it started off with individual time with him Mm -hmm. and other people then would come in as a secondary place at different times with another boy. He uh, loved auto mechanics. And so he wanted me to go to the garage with him. And he wanted to have, you know, what we've seen in some of the 80s sitcoms and movies where, you know, dad's there working on the car, kids, there working on the car and the other person hands them the tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know nothing about auto mechanics or tools at that time. (laughs) And so he would be under the car and he would say, I need this. And he would put out his hand and I would put a screwdriver in it. No matter what he asked for. No matter what he asked for. And then he would take it under there, and he'd look at it, and he goes, no, I said this. Mm-hmm. And so I'd give him another screwdriver. <laughs> and he, he rolls out one time, and he goes, you don't have a clue what these tools are, do you? And I'm like, I told you in the beginning. I know nothing <laughs> about keep this. that a secret. But I am more... I'm more than willing to come out and talk with you, mm-hmm. you know? And so what he would do is he would line up all the tools that
0: he presumed he would need, that
1: he presumed he would need in the order he would need them. And then he would just call out the number,
0: the number. I need the third one.
1: And and I could do that part, you know? And so those were some different ways that I took individual time with different kids, you know, that we've had at times, you know, like with my son right now, we'll play a game together and then we'll finish that game, and sometimes one of us will say, okay, now I'm going to do something with your dad, or I'm going to do something with your mom. You know? And so then it becomes something that we're doing together. You know? And so it's not always about everyone. Sure. And, and my kids have always understood that, you know, which you know also leads down to, okay, you have this weekend that the doctor suggested that you're going to have in there. But what if you had something like date night that was happening either weekly or monthly, Mm -hmm. you know, and so that allows you to be able to step away together and, and go and do something that you want to do that you agree on with each other to go and do.
0: So let me come back to a thought that I was having about you were talking about having intentional time with the kids. And the thought that I was having is in order to have intentional time away from the kids, it requires intentional time with the kids. Yes. You have to be intentionally like over here so that you can be intentionally over here. Yes. Because there's that mushy middle where neither good thing is happening and you have to intentionally fill one up so that you can have the opportunity to have the time away because otherwise they're going to be mommy, mommy, mommy. Exactly. Or a temper tantrum or whatever variation fits the scenario.
1: I don't fault them for being mommy, 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 mommy. They, they're they emotional brain thinkers. They're kids. And it's a part of being parented that you learn the control, the restraints, the logical parts. You learn how the world is supposed to work. So they're going to be in their raw form. And we're supposed to be, No. No, sure. Well, it doesn't well, I mean, work like that.
0: That's molding, molding, that's small human molding
1: humans. type of behavior. Mm-hmm. My son will actually remind me because we do date night once a month, mm. and he'll remind me, "Oh, hey, it's the first, um, the first whatever of the month. Mm. Um, your mom are going to be going out to date night tonight." Sure, right. And he's probably thinking,
0: "And I'm staying home alone."
1: I don't know that he's thinking that. He's just like because he has Asperger's. Here's your reminder. This is what's happening this, today. This is the way this the world the way works, works. And I am yeah. reminding you that it yeah. must happen. Exactly. Yeah. So if I were to not go out, if we didn't go out, he'd be like, what happened? Why are you here? <laughs> this is not the way things this are is, supposed to be. This is not the way of the world. Sure, right? Um and, and so how you mold that in, because you know, if you have that four, that five, and that seven-year-old, date night, if you don't have someone to come in And be able to watch the kids and babysit the kids um, because the laws of, you know, the states are, you know, very different on how old a kid can be left by themselves. And yeah. So you got to know that. You got
0: to be responsible. Leaving the seven-year-old alone in charge of the four-year-old may not be your best idea.
1: Yeah. I don't know if there's any state that allows that. But that may mean that if you don't have that part, you might have to get creative as to what date night looks like at the house. Ah, uh And in order to do that... The kids kind of need to be asleep, in bed, in the rooms. Okay, sure. You know, So you you have to intentionally plan that out as to how that works. You don't just put the cat in charge? Uh, Well, you can, but they have a generally, you know, they kind of just go with the herd if they like it and then do what they want anyhow. um, (laughs) If you have a a more of a herding dog, it, it might work a little better. You know, they can just herd them back in their rooms. Don't uh, leave the cat in charge. <laughs> don't call CPS on me, please. Right? I don't even own a cat. <laughs> oh, he does. Or he will. Um,
0: yeah, you're going to, like, deliver a leopard to my front door or something in an Amazon box.
1: No, that's coming to my front door. You get the potbelly pig.
0: I thought you said it was going to be a cat. That mm-hmm. changed drastically.
1: Well, I'll, I'll get you a cat, too. There's plenty in the neighborhood. I can just open a window and pop one in. You'll be good. Or something of that nature. I
0: don't have a response for that.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not a big cat fan.
0: <laughs> no, you were talking about a potbellied pig.
1: Well, you we want started one? with cat and then yeah? it became a pig. Yeah, I can get you one.
0: My goodness. <laughs> no date night with the potbellied pig.
1: Well, and, you know, just to kind of come back, you know, to, to where we're going on this is time with each other is going to have to be something you intentionally put in there, Yep, you know, and it's something that you can't just assume is just going to happen because it's not. You have kids, they're going to see, oh, look, this could be a good time to get attention.
0: I don't think any of the things that we talk about just happen magically on their own. Mm, No, no, generally not. So the things that I've, so, so that's kind of the summary of the whole thing. And then some of the nuggets that we've talked about is in order to have time away from your kids, you have to spend time with your kids Uh so that they like let you, it's not quite the right words, but it's close. Uh Um, and then variations on spending time away from your kids, like establish a bedtime. That's like a daily version of that. Uh And then maybe something like date night and Uh maybe that's weekly or monthly or in that scale of things
1: my parents had this is this is individual playtime
0: oh sure well yeah and yeah and variations on these are with with an adult by themselves and then with your partner like together yeah right. absolutely.
1: or just helping us to understand that that sometimes we just need to play alone and learn how to do that sure yep you know they may not have been spending any time together they may have just been doing the exact same things that they were going to be doing if we were out there but they wanted us to learn hey it's okay to be alone and Mm -hmm. learn how to entertain yourselves
0: Mm -hmm. well i mean in in like one place you were talking about this for an infant but it it applies to in various ways to children of all ages of if the infant's napping Mm -hmm. or or you have nap time for your five-year-old right and they're in their room napping for a certain portion of the time that's time away for them or could be. Um, and then I've heard suggestions even for like, you know, kids, you know, up through teenagers of kind of like what you were talking about, about you need to spend some time alone. Yeah. Right. And so in my house we call that quiet time, right? I have a kid who doesn't nap anymore, but it's like when, when, when the little one goes down for a nap, big one goes for quiet time in her room, um, both to have, you know, cause it's mom uh, who's usually home alone with them. Um, to have, give her some time away and have the big one have some time by herself. Yep. Right? So just yep. sort learning s- that, mm-hmm.
1: how to be able to do that and what to do at those times.
0: Um, and then up to like time away, including like uh, getaways out of the house, yeah. renting a hotel, going going farther away from your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but all all of those variations from daily stuff to weekly stuff to monthly stuff to, you know, something you might do once a year.
1: Oh yeah. You know, there there are gonna be times and and that's a part of it is with you and your partner, the you need that time to be able to have the communication so that you can be able to share how am I doing today?
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: because if you're not doing well, you may need to be away from the house, to be away from the kids mm-hmm. or at the house doing a project that really helps you um be able to recharge, but mm-hmm. you need the kids to be away from you. Mm-hmm. And here's how you know your teamwork works to where one of you is with the kids and then the other one is mm-hmm. you know able to be alone and you know and I've done this in a in a variety of different versions you know at times I would be outside with the kids, and so I have one eye on playing and being engaged with the kids and the other eye on the back door because who needs to go to the bathroom for the twelfth time? In a row, which is just, I just need to get inside because I want to talk to mom. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. you're like, wait, stop. What are you doing? Sure. I need to go to the bathroom. You just went. Right. What, you know, what's going on? You don't need to use a
0: bathroom. There's a perfectly good tree out here.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) there is that (laughs) at times. However... (laughs) there are other ways to be able to address that and and so we're giving you
0: tools that's one of them
1: yes uh, a part of lucas's tools are plant trees that can be watered by your children now um in other ways you're you're looking for okay no no come on come back out here we'll all go in at this time we'll all come out at this time 20
0: minutes from now
1: and that could be that you know The idea is, because I can hear some people going, well, what if they really have to go? And Mm -hmm. and then they have an accident. You, by spending time with them, you get to know them. Sure. You get to know their body language. Mm -hmm. You get to know if they're really, really doing the pee-pee dance. Because you were saying that, like, in
0: this scenario, you're like, they want to go check in on mom, Mm -hmm.
1: which is, yeah. They may not have been the most enthused about the plan, mm-hmm. which is everybody outside giving mom a break. Right. Well, that was the plan. That mm-hmm. was the plan or right. vice versa. You know, uh, I would walk in the front door and I would just get bombarded mm-hmm. right from the front door and mm-hmm. my wife would be like, okay, you go over here, you go over there, you come over here. Right. Give dad 15 minutes. Well, you know, Sounds we're like- not going to bombard dad when he walks in the door, right. you know, give him a minute. He lives here. You know, <laughs> you'll so, see him soon. I promise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it right. sounds like my house. Right, because there's.
0: Certain I don't even routines. get out of the car.
1: <laughs> and they're coming. <laughs> and they're out. in the garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, and that's a, a communication between, you know, teamwork between you and your significant other, mm-hmm. between you and your spouse. How do we want this to look? What mm. helps? You know, if it's a particularly bad day at work. Mm. It It's not going to be a particularly necessary good thing for kids to come and just tackle us with their love. Mm-hmm. It, it can have the opposite type of a reaction. And so that communication during the day can help the other person know how to be able to support us or vice versa in those types of situations. If, Absolutely. You know, if my wife has a migraine, mm. I am corralling her whoever I have at mm-hmm. that time, and they're just coming with me, mm-hmm. you know? Right. You're going and, over here. Right. And that may be, hey, we're going into the office. We're just all going to be in the office. You know, we'll do things. You'll do things. I'll do things, mm-hmm. you know? And and it's, it's to give my wife that time that she needs to be able to take care of having a,
0: a a migraine, right? So what we want to remind you to do is love your children more by spending time away from them.
1: Mm-hmm. And with each other, <laughs> that, with with each other as well. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Empowering Choices Parenting Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, definitely make sure on whatever platform you're watching to give us a thumbs up, uh, leave a comment and let us know. Uh, that you're listening and any questions that you may have. And then definitely check out our website at empoweringchoices.community. We have a lot of resources there, including a parenting manual and additional courses uh, that cover some of the
1: content we've talked about today and so much more. We'll see you on the next episode.